Stop making fun of us, okay? Because you laugh every single time. It's so weird. Welcome Each to Relatable time. Couch. I'm Damaris. And I'm Isis. And today, Isis is my favorite person. But now, we are joined by my other favorite person, by himself. I feel like I need to get that embroidered on a sweater. Damaris's favorite person. And then, Jordi can get another sweater that says, not really... I'm Damaris's favorite person. Oh, thank you for the Christmas gift. Uh, the Christmas gift idea. That's that's what you're getting for Christmas now. I don't want that. Thanks. I, I would like that, though. I don't want that. <laughs> you can get us Thing 1 and Thing 2 shirts. Close enough. Yes, and I'll oh, be wait. Uh, Dr. Uh, Seuss. I'll let Sis, you be Thing 1. Sis 1 and uh, Bruv Bro 2. two. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you haven't already guessed, we have the luxury... Of having my brother come sit on the couch floor slash we're still setting up our studio, but you don't know that. On um, my blessed, they don't know. I could be sitting on the Game of Thrones throne mm-hmm. for all they know. Very, very true. Eventually, you guys will know because we'll be on camera and have no <laughs> way of hiding what we're doing. Um, but um, as you guys remember, uh, a few episodes ago, I did let you guys know that my brother came and surprised me for my birthday, and he is here. And let me tell you, I'm a person that absolutely loves surprises. I never feel like I get them enough. So when I do, it feels so nice and so blessed. So thank you. I just want to say that. And Isis is shrugging her eyes like, bitch, bitch. I didn't know you could shrug your eyes. <laughs> It's like a, not shrugging, not like shoulder shrug, but more like a, your eyes like twitching like, eh, eh. I'm just sitting here taking up air. Damaris makes it sound like some big elaborate thing that I came to surprise her, but it was maybe like two weeks ago. Isis was like, do you want to come down for Damaris's birthday? I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, was I, got like, I don't to know do. what else to do. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do. So can he, no, if I find a good enough ticket, do you want to come? And he's like, okay. It's something so simplistic, but still something so meaningful because I love you guys. So Aww. it did make me feel very, very special. But it's also kind of different because this is the first birthday. Well, one, it's the first birthday in over five years that you and that I personally get to spend with you. But it's also the first birthday that you are away from home. It is the first birthday I'm away from home. And so far, I can say my day has been pretty good. I had an amazing breakfast. I got to hang out with the people that I love. I had my typical uh, tres leches cake and a glass of whiskey. So I feel... After a day of recovery, guys, from her oh, yes. from her Friday escapade. <laughs> if you guys remember, I told you I was dying. Um, I did need a day to recover. And it's funny that even yesterday, after I had you know, half recovered or the second half of the day was, was pretty normal. I was still like, yeah, let's party. But I was definitely asleep within 10 minutes of you guys coming upstairs. So my, my, my heart wanted to party, but my body was like, you need to slow down. So I needed that nap, but yeah, we are here today. Um, first and foremost, just to kind of go over briefly, I think this will be a good kind of catchish up. Um, our dynamic, um, how we 
consider ourselves uh, siblings, how we grew up a little bit, um, and then we can get into a cute little lighthearted story. So who wants to start first? Jordi is a person of few words. Few words. I don't talk unless I'm spoken to. Exactly. So, or to make smart remarks. Yes, very yeah. smart remarks. But only with people I'm, I that talk to me first. So I think it'll be very luxurious to have Jordi explain our dynamic and how he sees our dynamic. Please do not expect a Frozen 2 Olaf recap, okay? Damn it, I had this whole thing planned out. Oh no, if, if you have something, well, go no, ahead. Not, the couch not, is yours. No, not anymore. Um, so, since me and Damaris have like a, such a large, in quotation marks, age gap, she's sort of, I'm sure she's mentioned this before, but she's sort of like my second mom. She'll boss me around. I try to have a, like a say, but I just, yeah, I just do whatever. You're calling me a bulldozer, bruv. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Isis, I feel like it's more like, not that we relate more, but like we... Well, you're we're closer like, in age. Yeah. So like we're, we we understand each other. It's you're funny. just kind of like the mediator. No, Jordan's a comedic relief to yeah. our tense situations. Yeah. That's, yeah. So I'm just I neutral. think, I think that sometimes, um, best example when we, when the whole family was here for that month and then we both went to Virginia we were just ready to bite each other's heads off. And I was talking to Dorothy about it while you and Natalie ran to CVS for hair products. We were sitting in the car and I'm like, I just, I can't. I'm like, she's too much. I'm like, Dorothy, I think that you're our missing ingredient because we're like at each other's throats and I just, I I need a break. Okay. I'm like, I need a damn break. (laughs) What I've noticed is that over when you guys were in Virginia, you, Isis would tell me her, her like issues and be like, Oh, I see her point. And then, like, the week later when Damaris came back, she told me her issue. And I was like, oh, it's your point, too. So, I don't know who to side with here. I think you're not supposed to side. Well, I Thanks mean, for exactly. listening. Yeah. You, he does a very good job at listening. And you really, you never pick a side. Because you just, you're like, I can see yeah. both of you. Because when I was telling him, you know, okay, briefly. It won't, did I just, did we talk about this already? I don't believe so. No, I don't think so. So, very quick backstory. Um... EC sent me a text message first and oh foremost. Oh my god! First and foremost, let's let's backtrack by by quickly saying <laughs> I said sorry. You did say sorry, and I forgive you, and I'm completely over it. Um, but let us share. So we, it was about was it two weeks? Two weeks ago? Yeah, like two three weeks ago. Two three weeks ago. Um, EC sends me. Last year. EC sends me. I'm so sorry. EC sends me a text message. She's like, I want to figure out what you're doing for your birthday because uh, my boyfriend has a, a trip planned between X date and X date, and I want to see if I can come. And partially, I was in the wrong because I reacted, but I reacted out of, I already told her that like this is a special year for me because I'm away from home. In that moment, I was I was a little sad because I was like, dang, like I was so excited that this person was like gonna spend my birthday because my friends are not here and I've spent my birthday every year with my friends. Mm-hmm. And like that I can remember um, and it wasn't so in that moment when Isis was down in Virginia she was explaining to Jordan like oh my god like I, I meant the wrong words but she was crazy and yeah <laughs> like she told me she was like I like in my head I said it this way but it came out another way and I was like oh I can see where like you're in the wrong and I can see like that and then the next week you told me, oh, well, she did this. And I was like, well, yeah, I, I can see where she's... So for clarification purposes, we were 
supposed to go somewhere potentially and it was from the weekend of Damaris's birthday to the weekend after and I knew that that Sunday was Damaris's birthday so I messaged her to find out hey what are we doing because in my head based on whatever the plans were because things could change so I was clarifying what the plans were and who was coming and who was going to be here and so on and so forth so in my head, I wanted to know what the plans were so that I can work around it and potentially still go on this trip after her birthday. So rather than driving up like the Saturday before her birthday, I would go to wherever we were going that Monday or Tuesday or whatever. But the way I worded it definitely made it sound like I was going to miss her birthday if nothing was going on. And that was definitely my fault. So point was it was miscommunication and in that instance we both and i didn't even know we mm. both went to jordan and we were like yo this is how i feel yeah. and and he never said yeah you're right or yeah you're wrong she's like oh i i can see where you were coming from that all makes sense so he's a you're pretty much a very good one listener and neutral person um he's canada he is canada yeah. <laughs> i i am the canada of this family (laughs) you're a person of few words but the words that you do speak do come if you talk something is wrong well that's that's my only thing in that i'm i don't want to be super pushy with you i don't i feel that i have never been and i don't try i don't i don't want to ever be that way with you excuse me because you've already got one of us that's like that but i do hope that you know with maturity and age and whatever and you know our bond growing closer blah 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 is that if you do have an issue or if you need some advice you actually just call us like we don't you don't wait until we call you and then Mm. you're just like oh you know what i actually do have this problem that i've been thinking a lot about or if it becomes a bigger issue than it needed to be like Kind of like, and I know you're not crazy, trust me, but kind of like exploding a bomb, right? Okay. Putting the tools together in that stage when you're about to explode this bomb, I want you to call me when you're putting the tools together, not when the bomb's about to explode. Mm-hmm. But you're a bomb squad. No, wait, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, but regardless, I love, and in a day of reflection, I absolutely, and I've said this a bajillion times, and I know eye rolls, but I do feel blessed that at least now where we are in our lives, we have a fantastic relationship, or that's what I feel. Um, and I feel... No, no, only one-sided. Haha. I'm just kidding. And it's, and it's really great that I can say, because in, in all honesty, it, a great relationship between three adult siblings is mm. not necessarily, it's unfortunate, but it's not common anymore. Right. So... I appreciate that me and Isis are like a greater priority to like brag to people about. Oh, honey. It's like you brag about us first and then your cats and then your life. That's oh, yeah. So 100%. 100%. I, as an adult, to see where you guys both are in your lives makes me feel every sacrifice I've made or everything I didn't try or do, it has all been worth it. Because holy shit, do you guys see where you are in lives? amazing i won't get emotional today but amazing i think it's awesome but yeah that is it but um to continue and not drag this into a a crying fest because you know me crying about or not crying uh bragging about my children we wanted to sit here (laughs) and share a light-hearted story about the time that we went to the good old canada speaking of you being the canada of our relationship right that's why i said it 
What better way to celebrate not being able to leave the country? Yeah. So to start off, let's kind of go around in a circle. Jordi started the first one, and I usually always start Mm -hmm. them. So, Isis, you can start at the beginning of our trip. How did we... What was your favorite part? No, not favorite part. What happened in the first part of our Canada trip? We went on a road trip. Well, first I flew to Virginia, and then we all packed. We packed everything up, and we went on a road trip. We drove up Mm -hmm. through the border, um, hoping to get our passport stamped, and then we did not. I was sad. Very disappointed. Um, And then we went on our way up there. We... I don't remember what state it was that we stopped at a diner no, it was Pennsylvania. for breakfast. It was Pennsylvania. Oh, like it was the like middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. The middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, and it was kind of scary. Yeah, it was Pennsylvania, the Dutch area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. part like of the middle of Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. So um, one of my friends who's from Pennsylvania definitely asked me, like, "Did you see any Amish people?" And I was like, "No, I did not actually." Yeah, no, we did not. But in, in that uh, diner, restaurant, breakfast bar, I have never been, or I've never felt, and not even racially profiled, but just like looked at like I was a crazy person. I've been so blessed to live in a very diverse or at least a very cultural place on all aspects of my life. But in that moment, I walked into that restaurant and I saw like about... 20 uh people that are white look at me like i was the craziest person and and i felt it from the moment that i was about to walk in and yes you forewarned me but in that specific moment i was the most uncomfortable thing i'd ever felt but regardless it was a very small minute thing the waitress was really nice the waitress was really nice but it was a small minute thing to a fantastic um trip but yeah, what yeah. happened after that? So after that, we went to Niagara Falls, and we drove around for a minute trying to find where to park. And then after we did, we walked a lot. We found this really cool tree that kind of looked like Grandmother Willow from Pocahontas. And then we crawled underneath it, and... And then we went to Brampton, Ontario. That's where mm-hmm. our Airbnb it was. was. Like half an hour outside of Toronto. Yes, it was. (laughs) And the guy that uh, had our Airbnb was super nice. It was actually a very big Airbnb. And we booked it at the very last minute, in all honesty. So we were very, like, blessed to have found. We found a three-story house. It's a townhouse. Yeah, it was a three-story townhouse with, you know, it was like four rooms. Was it three? I think it was three rooms. Three rooms upstairs, but there was a room downstairs or no? No. No, there no. was a living room downstairs. Ah, there was a living room downstairs. Which we never used. Yes, yes, yes. But it was a very nice house to like host yeah. all of us, and it was a very reasonable price at the time. Very nice area. Our parents, to be exact, my parents, were very hesitant because in their minds, they're like, what do you mean you're going to stay in somebody's house? My parents are very old school. They're like, you don't know them, so on and so forth. And I'm just like, okay, you don't, you don't understand. I think that had it just been the three of us. Mm-hmm like we initially planned we probably would have just stayed in someone's room um like because that would have been way cheaper but since my parents decided to go we opted to and we brought our mom along too right right to do a whole like but the thing is that had it just been your mom i feel like she would have been cool with whatever too yeah my parents are prudes i love them but you know they're they're kind of difficult 
sometimes. Yeah, and with her mom, we we're like, hey, mom, you're coming to Camden with us. And she was like, all right, cool. <laughs> she was just happy to be there, happy to like yeah. be invited. But we ended up getting this uh, whole house to ourselves, and they were rather impressed, so that made me very happy. Oh, because yeah. I'm like, yeah, keep your comments to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, uh, after, uh, that, I remember, um, what did we do the first day? We were going... We went to Casa Loma, We I did think. go to Casa Loma. The Casa Loma was the first day, which is yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This beautiful, like, mid-century castle. Um, it's... If it's I'm, the only castle left in North America, that's right? Exactly is that what the say. paper said? Oh. Yes, it's the last castle um, or like intact castle left in North mm-hmm. America that has not been um, like destroyed or like reconstructed or anything like that. I'm trying to remember um, because it was built specifically for a certain gentleman, and he, one either him or his wife were from Scotland, and the other one was from I don't remember where but i don't remember the only reason that i bring that up is because there are two towers to the house that you can climb all the way up to and one of them is modeled like ancient scottish castles and then the other one belongs to the other one (laughs) i guess i don't remember what it's called but it was it was beautiful there were so many details they give you this um little I don't know what it's called, but it's a machine thing with headphones. And then you walk up to these signs and you select the numbers mm-hmm. and then it gives you the history it's of the virtual tour guide. Oh, is that really what it's called? I was thinking about like a technical name for the machine, <laughs> but all right. I feel um, confused. <laughs> so yeah, we had a nice virtual tour guide. The guy that actually owned the castle, I do remember um, he was a gentleman that like lost all of his money and then had to pretty much... Flee like, the castle. Yeah. The little I, movie that we went down the, to yeah, the pool yeah, yeah, area yeah. where the pool was supposed to be that was never yeah. constructed. Because he was, um, he was he supposed to. Yeah, he went broke and then he had to pretty much surrender the castle and move out with his wife and it was unfortunate and that's what they made yeah. it into a museum for. Um, but, yeah, are you trying to look up the. Yeah. The name yeah, of the thing? All I remember was um, that Isis had a kimchi hot dog. Yeah, they had this little like concession stand outside that you could look over their ginormous rose garden, which people rent mm-hmm. out for weddings and um, events and like and it whatever. overlooks the city too. It does overlook the city, and that's one of the strangest things is that you literally like are driving through a normal neighborhood, and yeah, then all of a sudden neighborhood, it's like neighborhood castle, castle, <laughs> and like you can see, especially if you do go up the towers, mm-hmm. um, which you're able to, but. Mind you, use caution because it's it's old um, and kind of rickety, but it's being maintained steadily. So it is a little sketchy, but it was super cool. But I tried to I had to get on my tiptoes because mm-hmm. it was kind of tall to look, peer through these tiny little windows, and you could like see over the entire city, and it was absolutely gorgeous. And yes, I did have a kimchi hot dog. I love kimchi and I love hot dogs. And I had never tried anything like it before. And it was awesome. Mm. And I would totally have more mm. if they had them here. Yeah. Or if they served them here. Because I'm sure that I could make it myself. But I feel like it wouldn't be the same. And I remember they also, like, they had a hallway full of, like, movie posters. Because <laughs> it was, like, a huge, like, filming location. Yes. And it's we recreated. it out for 
um, for previous movies. And me and Isis recreated pictures from X-Men. Yes. So they filmed, for any of you Marvel fans or X-Men fans out there, the very first movie where Wolverine or Hugh Jackman wakes up in Professor X's house, yeah. right? Him walking around and hiding from the kids. I took a picture exactly where he hides behind one of the pillars when the kids are coming down the stairs. And I'm like walking down the corridors where he walked down. Mm-hmm. And I had like the most fangirly moment because I'm just like, I don't even know if I like X-Men like that. <laughs> but who, well, correction. I do. It's just that, you know, the the first three movies were something I guess we really don't talk about anymore. And I do like Hugh Jackman. I don't know who doesn't. So I was very ecstatic to be able to recreate those things. And I think like a couple months later, I was watching, um, I think it was Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And they also filmed there. But I didn't know, like looking at the hallway. But like like they show up and it's like, oh, that looks familiar. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it does look super familiar. It's really, it's a very nice area. It's a very nice castle. Um, but on oh, and the gardens just quickly the humongous gardens oh, yeah, that yeah, we yeah, walk yeah. through like after like at the very end right 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 and it's funny because I don't think we anticipated the gardens to be that big no. and it was a hot day yeah oh my god we were all so sweaty I just kind of tried to wander on my own at that point um, but then after Casaloma what happened we went downtown because um. That week that we went to Toronto, it happened to be like the happiest week to be a Canadian because it was, I think, like two or three days before we got there, the Raptors had won the NBA finals. Yeah, they won the NBA. And then it was also their, the Toronto's Pride, Pride Week. So everyone was just there was either. There's a lot of celebrating. And the best yeah. part about it is we had planned this trip six yeah. months ago before like anything happened. So we didn't know that any of this was going to happen. Exactly. We just happened to. Yeah, we had no idea that it was going to be Pride Week that week. So the city was just full of basketballs and rainbows. That's exactly what happened. Yes. It was great. Um, and then also that week, um, was it the rec room? Yeah, yeah. We, we went, went to the rec like, room? middle of the week. Yeah, we, we went, went to, to, like, the rage room thing. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. Let's share. Yeah. Go ahead. Or we can talk about the rec room first, because I think we went there first. Yeah, we went to the Yeah, rec we went room to the first. rec room, and then we went to the rage room. They, they don't have anything to do with one another, though. No, no, no. They don't have anything to do with one another. But the rec room or was kind of like a Dave and Buster's, mm? except there was no children there. And I mean, are there any children of Dave and Buster's? Yes. Plenty. Uh, a bunch. All the time. Oh, my God. It's annoying. <laughs> um, and um, we tried uh, poutine there for the we first time. We did eat a lot of poutine. Yes. It's delicious. Poutine is very delicious. Starch and gravy. The cheese curds. Perfect yeah, combination. P- poutine, for anyone who's never tried it or doesn't know what that is, it's fries, mm-hmm. gravy, and cheese curds. Yeah. And it's terrible for your heart but it's really really delicious but it's good for your soul oh very great for your soul um but rage room (laughs) (laughs) no the rec room so when we went there the only reason that we decided to go there was because jordy wanted to play his virtual game right and yeah star wars yeah i mean i didn't i don't think i was like guys we have to do this but i think damaris had like mentioned there's a vr thing that's cheaper there than it is 
Jordi, if you wanted to go, then you wanted to go. Well, maybe Nobody said that you pushed us to go. Maybe I didn't want to go to Canada at all. Oh, well, then <laughs> you should have stayed home. Well, maybe I should Anyways, so we went, and I get there, and this whole VR thing inside of the rec room is called The Void. Oh. And I look at it, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. They have one of these down the street at Disney Springs. I'm like, I could have stayed home. <laughs> But it was fun, and I sucked. It was fun. It was very fun. And then we did. It was, we were kind of terrible. Yeah, and then we made our parents do it. Yeah, we made them go with each other. Yes, and let me tell you, my mom was so happy. She had, one, never done anything like that before. Mm-hmm. And two, she was like, I just got to kill monsters. It was, <laughs> it was a great time. My parents, both of them, thought that it was really, really cool. So that was awesome. Um, so my dad actually had been moaning and groaning about um, steak all week that we'd been there. So we he let them go. The man did want his steak. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know what his deal is. But we let them when it was time for dinner, and we separated. Uh, we let them go eat their steaks. We went back to the rec room. Yeah. We went back to the rec room, and they were having an event. Yeah, I don't they were remember having, what it was for. Uh, some like concert thing. Well, they, yeah, they had live music, and we ended up finding... We Did we even have to pay to get in? No, no right? No, it was a free... Oh, well, did we pay for VIP it? people were, were only allowed in, but I think at that point, we they just gave us a bag, and they were like, yeah, come in. Oh, yeah. Did we pay for food? No. No. Oh, okay. They were passing so, around sliders, and so we, we got were like, free all right, food. yeah. I think we did pay for drinks, though. We, like, we yeah, yeah. For, for any alcohol that we consumed. But the and food was free. The food was free, which was amazing. And there was a live band there, which we had no idea who they were. But I was kind of like people watching, like looking mm-hmm. at some of the other people that were hanging out. And I could see them like banging along or jamming along. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And like mouthing the words. And Damaris like leans over to the two people that were sitting in front of us. And she's like, are they like a local band or something? And yeah, they're very popular in Canada, the Toronto area and all of that. Um, But they are very eager to come and play in the States. It's just there's a lot of paperwork involved Mm. and other things. So it makes it a little bit difficult. The Mono Whales? Yes, the Mono Whales. They're very, very good if you want to check them out on Spotify as well. Yes, they are very, very good. Um, and they were super freaking nice. Yeah. I can genuinely say every person that we ran into that entire country Everyone was so, was so nice, beautiful willing. and nice. Yes. Yes. The stereotype of Canadians are super nice is very, very true. I don't think we ran into one mean person while we were well, there. Bikers. Like cyclists. Oh, yeah. But... We rented bikes that same day as well, like the way that you can rent them around the city, and we rode them around a bit. And when we decided to take a break, we stopped, I guess, in a not-so-great area mm-hmm. because it was right after, like, a curve. Yeah. And, yeah, the cyclists there are kind of intense and a little mean, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But we were trying to cross so that we could get out of the way and, like, sit in front of the harbor for a little bit. And there was, like, a line of those speedsters coming mm-hmm. right at us. And they started yelling at us. And Damaris's defense when he was, like, because the guy in front yeah, was, was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and Damaris's, Damaris's defense was, Taurus, Taurus, Taurus. <laughs> After that, we, like, maybe we should just go back. 
which we did but the but the harbor was beautiful it was nice a bunch of boats we just it was very reflective very very nice um and then now let's get to the event of (laughs) this podcast (laughs) so there's a thing called the rage room which is an activity that you can do at a specific facility they have all kinds of sports like they have um archer yeah, like dodge. archery dodgeball uh, yeah like, so when we got there like that was the thing that was going on i know it was super freaking cool no there was an archery class going on oh is what but is there what was, it was but they also have archery dodgeball yes but they have it all over the place so do you one of you want to explain what the rage room is so the rage room is pretty much a smash room where you pick a allotted amount of items and you pretty much have an hour to smash them. Um, I know that they exist now in like Baltimore, if I'm correct. Um, but at the time, it was only in Canada. It was like the first to exist. Um, so it was the four of us. It was yeah. uh, Jordi, Isis, myself, and my mom mm-hmm. that decided to go in and just smash a bunch of stuff. Um, and let me tell you, yeah, we were going to do it with my dad, but then he chickened out. Or he just decided he didn't want to do it anymore. So we let we had yeah. your mom do it with us instead. Yeah. And as eager as she is to do anything. Yeah, she's she very adventurous. She's, yeah. she's very down to try new things. But um, so we uh, went going and I will share <laughs> this video. <laughs> they give you this like mesh hazmat suit, right? So that, yeah. that way like glass. Like a mask and a suit yeah so they give you like a whole mask and a suit and gloves and boots right did they give us shoes no no was it our own shoes yeah Yeah, it was oh no they gave us coverings for our shoes yeah yeah. that's what it was i was like wait they gave us something for our feet yeah so we went in and of course and you know the worst part is it says don't throw the beer bottles in the air yeah they told us multiple times don't like if you throw it and if you throw it in the air and try to hit it, it's not gonna break yeah it's gonna bounce like off the walls, if anything. So, Damaris, in her just I'm doing this uh, moment, in the heat of the moment, <laughs> I go off and I have the video to prove it. I actually threw a Heineken bottle in the air. I told the three of them, get out of the way and don't, I don't ask me how. <laughs> but when I threw it in the air and I smacked it with his bat, it beelined straight to my mom's temple. And I, <laughs> one was very sorry. But then immediately three seconds after, I don't know if I'd like step forward to like say, oh, are you okay? Like, I don't know what happened. And then tripped Sweet. over the air and then busted my ass like immediately. So it was like instant karma. It was an accident, but freaking hilarious. Because I think we had it. We had finished destroying the printer that they gave us already, right? Yeah. yeah. At that okay. point, we were just like so. We had thrown around. it on the ground, and we were going around and like breaking all the other smaller items. Mm-hmm. And so I think that since we had put it on the ground, that's what you tripped over. But all I remember is that Jordi and I walked over to the corner because we were going to get... Because you have the option. They have crowbars and they have bats, bats for you to smash stuff with. And so... We went over to, like, one, get out of the way, because that's what Damaris asked us to do. And two, just to, like, switch up our equipment, I guess. And the next thing I know, because you have me, they have, like, an aux cord thing for you to play music, Mm -hmm. and it's really loud. Yeah. So I hear a very faint, uh, 
And I turn around and all I see is my aunt holding her head crouched over. And I'm like, wait, what what happened? Like, and then I nudge Jordi and we look at her and then we look over at Damaris. And at that exact moment, she falls <laughs> over, <laughs> over the printer. It's like, what? So in the, like, the span of like five seconds, our mom is like in the corner hurting and the Damaris is on the floor. We don't know what happened. We don't know what happened until we got the footage afterwards. <laughs> and the footage, guys, it is something that to this day, every single it's time I watch that so... video, I cry I of think, laughter. Because Isis's parents, they had like a little television monitor outside the room. Yeah, so they, they could see they what got we were to doing. See what happened. So they were in tears. After, over what happened laughing yes oh my god um what else did we do we got to see the uh cn tower that day yeah that was the right we didn't room. go up it but no that, that was that same day um mm. we took a day and we went to i feel like it's called king something whatever that state what it not um whatever that section of the city is it's like all the shopping, and we went to Moonbeam I, Cafe. I know what you're talking about. I don't I know remember what you're the talking name. About, um, and it was a bunch of like shops and markets. Yes. yes. Yeah. We went to Banana something market. Like Blue Banana. Blue Banana I, I Market. I think that was the name yes. of it. And it is an abundance. If you're ever in Toronto and you want to go souvenir shopping, that is the best place, and I highly, highly recommend it. Also, Moonbeam Cafe is absolutely so delicious. We went there and it was the first time I had never crossed my mind before. I love iced coffee. So we all went in there for breakfast and we're like, let's get some iced coffee. They take these ice cube trays out mm -hmm. of their little fridge and it's, it's like the, the ice cubes are made out of the coffee. It's frozen coffee. And it's freaking genius. And then they pour in the milk and the sugar and the whatever and it was just... It was some of the best iced coffee that I've ever had. You can go in there and you can actually purchase like coffee, yeah. the coffee beans yourself. And they have a machine in which you can ground it. We chose our pastries. And then when you walk to the back, this place looks like somebody's house, guys. So my favorite is that we ended up going outside into the backyard mm -hmm. slash garden area. And we sat underneath this little awning on a couch. And I have, it was just, yeah. I think it was probably my favorite place that we went to while we were there. Like, as far as little quaint uh, hole-in-the-wall spots. Sorry, guys. I was trying to look up the center where all the shops were. Oh. Yeah, I don't... I remember we went shopping that day. Um, the There was a violin group Kingsington that... Kingsington Market. Kingsington Market. That's what it's called. I was like, it's King something, yeah, I swear. I but then know. I had a moment where I'm like, King's Cross. But I was like, no, that's Harry Potter. Yeah, there was a, I remember there was a bunch of shops, a violin group that knew the Game of Thrones theme. Yeah, there was it. a, I think they were related or something, but there were two yeah. gentlemen, one playing a violin and the other playing the piano. Yeah. And they were playing other, like different music. Mm -hmm. But then they but, saw that Damaris and I were wearing Game of Thrones gear and they started playing the song and it was... So, so amazing. Jordi saw a Spider-Man. You guys tried Jamaican patties that it was, day. It was, good. it was a great day. It was a really great day. I mean, and all in all, although it was a lot of having to... Oh, and just before I even say that, I am so depressed that... If you know something about me, I love Drake. 
Drake was there because of the NBA Finals. We did not get to see it because we were with our parents. It was too many people to expose them to, like, the dangers of that many people being there. So it was saddening. But... (sighs) Yeah, we were kind of weary. We didn't really want them to, like, get knocked over. Yeah, because they were... Like at least a million. Millions people. Yeah, millions of people. There were millions of people there. And it's just, you know, being there and the energy and stuff is something that I think we were willing to do. But they don't know anything about basketball. They don't know why this parade is happening. And it didn't even really feel as much of a parade as like a ginormous block party. Yeah, just a giant party just to watch. Featuring Drake apparently. Yeah. Yeah, Well, Drake's from there. so. Well, yeah, no, obviously. But the other thing, we did go to the giant mall there. We had another shopping day and we bought a lot of things there because I didn't realize how much um, the money exchange was. So everything there was cheaper. And I'm just like, I found things of all things. I went to the Disney store there and I went to a (laughs) tea store because I'm like, they have a different selection of things that I can't find at home. So I was very excited about that. And let's explore the first time that Jordi got to go to a club. Yes, a gay club. Yeah, a, a gay nightclub because it was um, like Pride Week. And I think that night was drag night. So I think that it was known for having that. I don't even yeah, remember was, what the name of it I was. I forgot the name of the They were closed. They're closing yeah, they it were down. Yeah, they were closing down like next week or something like it was toward the end of its life yeah so yeah well um, see i didn't mind going to a gay nightclub but what i truly appreciate is that i don't go like i'm not when i go to social outings i don't like to be like the center of attention so like when i hear nightclub it's like oh i have to go and dance the whole time like ew that's disgusting but with it being like a drag event they would like make everyone leave, like leave the dance floor, so that way the drag queens can come and perform. And it happened like every five or ten minutes, so it'd be like, all right, cool. So I can like people watch, and then like try rem- to do my best to not dance. <laughs> I remember you having moments where we would all be dancing together, and then I would randomly like catch you just standing there and you'd notice that you were just standing there because you'd be wanting yeah. to people watch you yeah, like oh wait now i just look like this creeper standing yeah. in the middle of the dance floor so let I, me start like dancing pe- again i like people watching like <laughs> clubs and bars are just not your thing and that's no. okay but what you call it yeah you'd be like all of a sudden you'd, be, you'd just yeah. start like shoulder shrugging and be like oh yeah yeah i'm still here i'm still dancing <laughs> you know and i remember as soon as we walked in there was this guy like sitting in the corner he was like posed like a movie villain yes and oh yeah he was like he i was... like what he was like i like your outfits let's come take a picture yes. that's exactly what happened that yes. sounds exaggerative <laughs> but it was exactly what happened we were standing in line to get drinks at the bar and He's sitting on this bench, all cross-legged, side profile, if you can no, imagine. He had it. like his jacket, but it wasn't fully on. And yeah, it, it was really like cool. covering his shoulders. It kind of looked like a cape. It was very sparkly. Yeah, yeah. His hair was done so fabulously. And that's exactly he's like... No, he nudges us over like he does the the finger like signal curl. like like the curl like come here and we kind of look around at each other and then back at him and we're like 
us like we hold our hands to our chest like us and he not he like closes his eyes and nods his head and then we come over and he says the exact same thing that Jordi said and it was the strangest but funnest thing ever and it was a great freaking time i actually still follow him on instagram as odd as that way oh him oh yeah yeah you did find a couple people to follow on instagram during that trip oh yeah yeah i felt like an absolute queen being there because i remember i accidentally bumped into somebody and they were like are you kidding i was like oh my god i'm so sorry and he's like are you kidding me you're what this industry needs you could be a model and he walked away and i'm like oh thank you She's like, I, could sir. Be, I could be a model random man like, that i met i'm like i could be <laughs> it was just the flattery i'm like oh okay bye yeah, everyone, like I said, was super freaking mm-hmm. nice, with the exception of the cyclists, but everyone else was just very, very kind. And then to wrap up that night, because since they were going to be closing, they were going until 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. We were tired. Yeah, it was like 2 and we were like, yeah, It was no, like we're, 2, we're, we're like, let's just go home. So we left, we walked back to the car, found a pl- like, to where we had parked the car, and we're like, we're hungry. Let's go get some McDonald's. Because that's what you do in mm-hmm. the middle of the night because nothing else after, is open. After you go to the club. After you go to the club. And so we find this McDonald's and there's nowhere to park. So Damaris gets out. We tell her what we want. One thing that you must know if you're going to go to Canada, their fast food restaurants do not have value menus the way that they do in the States. No, no, no. Not at all. So we drop her off we kind of like sit on the side for a minute Mm -hmm. but then there's police patrolling so we had to move and it takes forever because i think it was probably like the only restaurant open for who knows how far yeah so damaris took her time because she had to 45 minutes to be exact um yeah so i took my time and let me tell you while i was actually in that mcdonald's there was a lot of drag queens in there a lot of drunk people in there of course it was two o'clock in the morning um but there was pre-corona pre-corona of course um but um the menu was very elaborate it it looked like it was similar to like the u.s but just it just the combination of meals was a little bit different i can't sit here and tell you i remember exactly everything that was on the menus because i don't but um it did take me about 45 minutes to get us mcdonald's because that's how packed it was um and it was the best freaking mcchicken i've had it was so good so she comes back no first of all because we had to move she doesn't know Mm -hmm. and she had left her phone in the car because it's damaris Damaris. yeah (laughs) so she had left her phone in the car and we didn't know that until after the fact when we ended up driving Mm -hmm. around because she had no way of letting us know hey i'm done and she didn't know where we went so poor little damaris had to I contacted a very nice gay couple. Shout out. You will probably never know who I am again. But uh, I was like, hi, I'm a tourist from the States. And my siblings just left me at this McDonald's. Can I please use your phone? And do you mind if it's a U.S. number? I felt terrible. Mm -hmm. But... 
thank God of my, I guess, survival skills because your number is one of the only numbers I memorize. Yeah. Um, so I called ECs and, you know, was able to reconnect with them and all that great stuff. Well, the funny thing is that I remember you telling mm-hmm. me this after when you got into the car. So I didn't pick up at first. I was like, who the hell is calling me? I thought yeah. it was like a, like a scam call, like I guess because I'm in Canada. So I ignored it the first time. And I remember that when you got in the car and I did that, you were... The guys were like, oh, my God, she hung up. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they don't so want you. <laughs> I remember after a while, Aces was like, can, can you go check if she's, like, has the food? Or like, if she's okay. Well, no, no, no. I... I remember now. So I ended up telling you that because they called again and I mm. picked up and they were like, we're here with your sister. <laughs> and Damaris got on the phone. And she's like, can you please come get me? <laughs> and I was like, Jordan, go, go. Cause I didn't want to, we didn't want to move yeah. the car. We yeah. couldn't just stop in the we middle like of the street. There's the literally street nowhere to park. So we go, Damaris gets in the car, she distributes the food, and she ends up telling us how much it is, and we were like, what? But then we realized, oh, there's no value menu, so okay, it is what it is at this point, because we already have our food. But she hands me the box, and it says McChicken and Macboulet on it, because everything in Canada is in both English and French. French. Mm -hmm. And I open it, and it was strange, because here in America, you know, you'll get it in like a wrapping paper. Mm Not Christmas wrapping paper, but you know what I mean. You'll get it like in a, in a food wrap yeah. thing. And then she hands me this box and I'm like, oh, this is fancy. And then I opened it and I kid you not, it looks exactly the way that they're supposed to in the commercials. <laughs> like the bun was fluffy. The chicken was actually like, it looked like chicken. And then I looked at it though, but it looked different than like the chicken patties that they give us here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did they accidentally give me fish? <laughs> because it looked like the filet fish patty. Yeah. Because of how like crispy and like thick it was. So I lean it up to my face and I'm like, well, it doesn't smell fishy. And then I like take a little piece off it and I bite it and I'm like, Are you are you serious right now? And I bite into the sandwich and it was the best McDonald's I have ever had in my life. I miss that McDonald's. We're doing something wrong. <laughs> america i think it's it's their food regulations their food tastes different and i can say that because on more than one account my dad being um who he is and my parents you know they like what they like so they kept trying to go to like fast food chains and like regular when i go on vacation i like to go i like to try new food go to restaurants or like try food that you only get in this place and they didn't want to do that, so I think they tried a couple different restaurants, and each time they're like, it just doesn't taste the way that it tastes back home. And it's like, it's because their food regulations are different here. It's a different country. And I think somehow because we drove there, you know, you didn't have to like fly mm. there or like you didn't get a stamp on your passport to my parents. It didn't like it didn't click. Feel it didn't like, feel like, oh, it's register. a different country. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, no, like you guys are vacationing wrong. And I love them. I'm never going anywhere that's not tropical and sunny or a place of their choosing on vacation with them ever again. Or, or it's going to, be, I'm going to go by myself with people that are as equally explorative and adventurous as myself. 
And then if I like it, then I'll take them back to do things that I know they will enjoy so that I don't have to hear them pout. Yes. But, I mean, all in all, I think it was, and unfortunately it feels like the start, but in actuality, I mean, right now it's the end of our trip experience. But all in all, I did like the fact that it was our first, like, sibling trip. Yeah. And... Other than my parents, I had never gone the trip. Right, right. You guys. Exactly. And hopefully it's the first of many uh, post-corona because we're all being positive here. Um, And yeah, um, just quickly, very quickly because we're, you know, um, reaching our time here. um, What was one takeaway you had from that trip? Just a quick one. Canada's full of pretty people. I just like the food, and I like the fact that uh, forever uh, Katy Perry's um, It's Never Really Over will remind me of that trip because of Pride Week. I don't really know what stood out the most to me, to be honest. Um, I don't know. Maybe coffee. (laughs) Maybe food. The coffee, so the the one I drink every morning, because I still have some of the Moonbeam coffee Mm -hmm. downstairs. (laughs) Well, guys, um, I guess that kind of pretty much wraps it up, um, because it's been a really great conversation here. Um, So if you guys would like to um, hear more, please follow us on Instagram at relatable underscore couch and TikTok, because TikTok is not band anymore and if you'd like to send us stories please send them to relatablecouchpodcast at gmail.com and please rate us and subscribe on all podcast platforms because we can be found on all of them now and it's awesome all right thank you for joining us brother we love you love you guys too (laughs) Bye. bye